The Notary's Unsealed podcast is brought to you by the Georgia Notary Network and Captivated Notary Marketing Solutions. Coming up on this episode. You know, the whole thing with networking is, is, is for you to meet new people, build new re- relationships. Trying to have multiple streams of income and they're so busy doing all of that that there is no time to develop a connection with anybody else. This whole let's go network so that way we can find business friends to partner with. Like, I am not interested in that. In that. In that. Real smooth this time. We know the reason sealed. Uh huh. This my everyday life. Yeah. We know the reason sealed. Ooh. Every day I hustle out here living it right. Let's go. We know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down. It's time in front of the mic. Here we go. Took the game over. We yeah. home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q. The podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. What's going on, Notary Welcome back to another episode of Notaries Unsealed. I'm your host Q. I got my guys with me, Mathman and Uncle Griff. Say what's up to the people, fellas. What's going on, party people? What's going on, folks? Another week. Another week. I'm happy to be here with you all. Yeah. What's going on, fellas? It's been a minute. It has been a minute, you know. It's been busy, you know, busy with where real estate things are hitting up, you know, just taking some time out. The notary. The notary business been a little slow. I'm not like Double O Seven Griff over there down in Virginia, but you know, but real estate is picking up, you know, and it's making up for that. But that is, you know, that's pretty much it, man. Just maintaining, taking thing one day at a time, and learning new skills. Oh, just hired a VA, so I'm about to give her a shot. Ah, congratulations! Thanks. I know that's been a uh, point <laughs> of stress for you. For the past couple oh, of months. Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I'm about to give her a shot this week and next couple of days be doing some training videos with her. You know, just teaching her the system that I'm using and we'll see how she, how she goes, you know. Um decided to bring her on part time for now, you know, just so I can see how she adapts to it. Then we can take it from there. Oh man, you trying to keep That's her from awesome. getting health care. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring her home. I'm gonna bring her home like for one hour a month. Right? <laughs> Test her out. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Make sure you know. Like I ain't pay nobody's unemployment. Oh claims. man, <laughs> you know how it is, man. So we gotta see. So, so we gotta see if it works out, man. Because you know I've had a few in the past few months that didn't work out. So. You know, she seemed eager. She seemed that she's ready to learn. So why not give her a chance? Well, I hope it works out. Do same here, because I don't got time to be wasting. <laughs> I know, right? Get the job done. Oh, man. <laughs> Take this $4 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a cold world. It's a cold world. And that's the thing. You know, I, I feel bad for somebody that's out there today that's trying to make a business running some type of virtual assistant business right now because you can really go overseas right now and, and pay somebody four dollars an hour for something that you know somebody here in the states is asking you know between 10 and 15 dollars an hour it's like why would i pay you that much yeah no I, I i completely agree with you as bad as it may sound like but you know folks you know those who are overseas they are looking for an opportunity and you know if you train them properly you know i'm not saying all of them Oh, good, because obviously I've done run to a few bad ones, but there are those that they're, they're just looking for the opportunity and you know, they're looking for growth. So if you're able to find the right one, 
you train them and, you know, make sure you take care of them. Just because they are overseas, that doesn't mean that they don't have a family to be taken care of. So if you agree to pay them yeah. a certain amount and you agree whether you're paying them on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis, just make sure if they complete the work, you pay them. Because I've heard so many stories about investors here in the U.S. not paying you know, their virtual assistant after they complete a task. No, that's not right. Right. I mean, it's just, it's a tough market overall. Uh, and and I think that, like, I hear exactly what you're saying. And, and, and definitely, it doesn't matter if they're U.S.-based or they're overseas. You got to train your people because they are working for you. So they can only do what you ask them and, t- and show them that, that you want done. You have to tell them exactly what you want done. So that way they can perform. But, you know, for somebody that's stateside here, man, that's a tough, that's a tough gig to, to try to, yeah that is that is you know you you have to find a way to you know because one thing you know you think about is how do you know if they actually working during the time that you hire them to do the work i mean but that's (laughs) you know all all the companies that had the work from home they were all trying to figure that out themselves (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know but there are ways and system out there that you can you know, kind of track the activity level, you know, within those time frames. So, yeah, but there's, I mean, there's ways to hack those things as well. Now you're right. So you're right, and that's that's coming from the captivated, you know, the genius marketer. So I'm sure. Yeah, you know. there's the, there's there's tools that have been created over the past three years um, for those people that are working at home that automate production numbers. For their companies so nah, absolutely man if there's a will there's a way you know you ain't you ain't trying hard enough you ain't trying to cheat <laughs> <the weapon. laughs> nah, i guess somebody said that nah, that's true you're right you're right about that <laughs> so griff what's going on with you man uh, busy um last month was tiring <laughs> what I was your final yeah, number what month. was the final number i did i ended up with 80 man 80 flat did 80 different assignment yeah 80 even i was at 81 then it went down to 80 then i went back up to 81 stuff kept getting canceled at the end um and then on top of that i did and i pushed myself to do it i did 47 house inspections which came out to a thousand thirty five dollars nice and um because it was a couple of them that was more than 20 so I was at 995 and I was like, okay, I got to get, I got to get at least one more. Mm-hmm. Got that one more then another one popped in there. And so I knocked out those two and, um, yeah, I was tired, man. I mean, I was, yeah, this past weekend I was hurting. Then I had a signing, um, on Saturday. So I was, I think Sunday, I didn't do nothing and I was going to do some recording and stuff. <laughs> And I was going to try to do something with the members. And I was like, man, I just need to let my body rest. And um, oh, wait a second. Let's, let's, just... let's give Griff a round of applause because you did 80 <laughs> signing appointments That's plus 40. Up. Was it 47 or 45? 47. Yeah, 47 plus, uh, house That's inspections. 127 appointments, man. Yeah. <laughs> my man. Yeah, I just... I just pushed, man. I just, and there were days, I ain't gonna lie, there were days where I was like, nah, I ain't gonna mess with it. I ain't gonna mess with it. I'm gonna take another order. And then next thing I know, I'm like, ah, 
let me go for it. Let me go for it. You know, and I get into that mode where it's like, I'm going to just keep pushing and just keep going until my body just completely just gives out. And um, my stamina is getting better. So um, normally by the 20, if I'm tired, but I ain't get tired till like the 26. So <laughs> that's the on that G thing right there. I know. It's that grip thing. <laughs> and I'm trying and I'm trying to show a lot of people keep asking me, you know, well, why am I? I keep explaining. I did a and before we did our recording, I did another video really trying to explain to people that it's about the area that you live in. Yep. And which I just remembered I gotta put yeah, I gotta do something. Um the area that you live in and then on top of that it's also about um the connections between the title company and the lender because if the title company doesn't have the right um people you know if they don't have the right connection they with a broker and that's one of the things i learned them real estate i mean those um mortgage brokers Mm -hmm some of them are limited in what they can offer so if they're not connected with banks they don't get they don't get they don't get to offer the refinances i mean not the refinances the reverse mortgages the helocs debt settlements all of that so you're with the wrong the it's not even our fault we don't know who they're doing business with so the signing companies with a with a title company that's limited and who they're connected to the title, the the brokers limited, and it's just a, a train wreck. But what I'm believing that can happen and will happen and is happening as they get rid of notaries or notaries lead the business, those that go in with the right mindset, got the right profile, all of that, they'll get a chance to be next up. Right. And that's what I'm trying to get notaries to understand. But a lot of them are looking again, and we covered this. They want that quick fix. They want to hurry up and get out here, start making this money. And look, you start getting too much money coming in. And I'm saying it just like that too much. You can miss out. And I was telling Q earlier, you didn't hear this, Matthew. Um, let's talk to him early on the phone. That's because they don't man. be calling me. You give me late topics <laughs> and stuff like that. Man, you be out, man, you be out there doing that constable stuff, yeah, man. Boy, playing and everything. You be sitting up there with the SWAT team and stuff. SWAT team and with your W two. But man, I was so busy last year with stuff. I was so busy last year that there was seventeen invoices for one thousand three hundred and seventy five dollars that I hadn't got paid for. Damn. Uh, I did that. So all this people talking about, I want all this money. You, if you are worse than me when it comes to administrative stuff, you might just you be some checks. Yeah, he definitely yeah. some money. And I'm thinking I'm getting paid, and I'm you know I'm getting paid from everybody else, but I'm just thinking that okay, this company's sending the checks, and I didn't even realize that they hadn't because it wasn't like so. Keep in mind, it was between. The end of 2021, November 2021, and March of this year. So that's not a whole lot of signings when you look at it, when you look at the months and the right. days. 17. So that's why it was easy to get missed. 
but I had it in the back of my mind because somebody else that I know told me that they had over $4,000 worth of invoices that that same company hadn't paid them. So I'm sitting here like, and I sent the email out on Saturday night. Like (laughs) I sent it out like two o'clock in the morning to them. I think it was like two something in the morning and which would have been Sunday morning. And then first thing Monday morning, you know, boom, here it is. Oh yeah. Here's your check. And I'm like, okay, y'all had my money. If I had not said anything, y'all would have never sent it to me. No, of course not. (laughs) <laughs> and then I got another 375 coming from another company. I'm sitting here like, okay. And they're like, oh yeah, we had a little glitch in our system. I'm like, okay, if you knew you had the glitch, then why you didn't unglitch my money? <laughs> you know. I said, can you dig it? I think so. <laughs> so I'm like, man. So when you talk about, you know, I want to make this money, you better make sure you able to keep up with the admin part and i've been spending a lot of time getting all that stuff straight but you know you got it's just on one end it's easy to do this business but then on the other end if you got the wrong focus and all you caring about is just making the money 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 it can burn you you know you can sit here and the next thing you know you're like oh man i ain't got two three thousand dollars worth of money coming in so all that so i mean Griff, you said you you started down a road earlier, and I kind of want to get back to that because I think it leads us directly into our topic for today. You were talking about the relationships that um, the the uh, I'm sorry, what what did you say? Was it the the title companies with the escrow company? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the title company, the the signing signing companies with the title company. Uh, um, Yeah, and in this this chain of events that happens from somebody either purchasing a home or refinancing a home there's a bunch of different business relationships that happen in that process before things even get to us right yeah and you know a lot of things um when it comes to marketing yourself a lot of people out there want to go to networking events which there's nothing wrong with that you know networking events are a great way to get out into your community meet some other small business owners um you know meeting small business owners uh, in your area can give you an insight into some of the maybe neighborhood things that aren't as publicized uh that you might be able to get your business into like if you have small older community groups uh you know talking with somebody in the neighborhood that that maybe offers a you know a service like power washing or something like that they may give you some info on a a great um you know little monthly newsletter in one of those communities and how much it's going to cost you to get in there and how much that has increased their businesses right so going to network events is is great for for recon and it's great to go out there on a purpose and for notaries, I think a lot of notaries, when they're going to networking events, they're looking to make um, connections with realtors, right? Yeah. Um, and I think one of the issues when it comes to notaries going directly to realtors is that notaries don't realize the chain of events that have to happen right. prior to us being involved in the transaction and realtors they have relationships 
with title companies right and nine times out of ten a lot of times i mean there's more property that's moving in the area than any of us will ever know because a lot of these companies handle the notarizations in-house in their own offices with their own employees right right that's correct and a lot of times where we come into the picture is when their system falters when when mm-hmm. they can't handle a signing at a certain time of day yeah. or they've overbooked and now they've got somebody that just chose to commit to the loan and mm-hmm. in order for them to lock that rate in they've got two hours and their office just can't handle it so they reach out for a notary to get out there and get it done right or the person can't come because they got kids and that office don't want kids in right. there that, that's, that's a real thing that's a real, that's a real thing too especially if they have other uh clients in the office you know they may not want somebody with their kids running around so oh, you're right let's talk about networking as as notaries and some of the things that we should actually be paying attention to and thinking about when we're looking to go to these events now matherin you shared briefly prior to a start of recording that you just recently went to a networking event can you tell us about that yeah i was over the weekend there was this um this real estate networking event that had been advertising um for the past few weeks that i I wanted to get in that room that's based on a topic that was being discussed, you know, regarding like, you know, seller financing when it comes to real estate, you know, just another strategy as far as of acquiring properties. Uh, when I got there, the event started off, um, well, you know, meeting the other investors. I actually had the opportunity to exchange phone numbers with a few investors new investors in the area that are currently flipping and some real estate agent as well but you know like every networking event just like you just say q you gotta know why you go in there so my main reason why i wanted to go that to that particular um, event was in regard to seller financing so the main speaker who came from out of state there was an issue as far as his presentation. So he came from out of state. He was supposed to be talking about, you know, the seller financing, but there was an issue with connecting his um, PowerPoint to the computer. So now it's like, yeah, he, like he was able to give us a presentation, but I feel like because he was not able to, you know, present what he brought to the audience, on the big screen, you know, that kind of defeats the purpose. We all went there to see exactly what he wanted to share with us, how he's doing his business. But I feel like, you know, if going to a networking event, you have to know why you're going there for. Be willing to, you know, I'm not saying be over friendly, but be willing to have conversation because they are people that go to networking event. They just remain to themselves. Because if that's what you plan on doing, what's the whole point of going? Right. You know, the whole thing with networking is is, is for you to meet new people, build new re- relationship, you know, being able to provide your services to maybe other companies that may be within your area. So, but at the same time, <laughs> we can't control how the networking event goes. In my situation, the PowerPoint was not working. So my main reason for going there was to be able to view the, uh, view 
his presentation regarding the topic, which was seller financing. And that was kind of like a letdown for me, but you know, it is what it is. So we can't control everything. But I, just like I mentioned, I was able to make some key connection on, you know, I met a couple of realtors, met a couple of flippers. So now I'm just gonna find a way so we can add value to one another and to see, you know, how we can, you know, close more deals together. Now let me ask you a question. Um, while you were there, did you mention being a notary or try to sell that service to anyone? Um, no, people that already know, they know that I was a notary or, you know, I had a couple of realtors who asked me, you know, what else um, that I do besides, you know, suppose like wholesaling, I did mention a notary business and fingerprinting, but I wasn't really there to, you know, advertise, hey, this is what I do. I was there because I wanted to learn, you know, what was being advertised on there and the topic regarding seller financing. So I was, I, I went there as a student. So you, yeah, you know, you had intentions when you go there. When, I mean, yeah. when you went to the event. So then the question would be, how would you have felt if some notary would have rolled up on you trying <laughs> to push the fact that they're a notary and that they could be your closer when your mind is somewhere else? Um, well, I probably, look, I, I probably would have just let them have their moment because I know, like, the few. <laughs> you mad, bro? Uh, the, uh, you mad, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause, because the few investors that know that I provide notary services, they, like, they always reach out to me. You know, the, the ones that's actively involved, you know, they usually try to reach out to me if I am able to help them out. But if there was another notary in there and that's what he mainly wanted to talk about, hey, to me, I'm like, if that's what you went there to do, hey, that's fine. But like I said, I went there to be a student. I went there because I was interested in the topic that was supposed to be presented. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. You know, <clears throat> yeah. one of the things that I suggest before going to a networking event is try to take a list at the attendees. Um, and, and do a little bit of research on who these people are that you're going to be in a room with. You know, a lot of these networking events, they have uh, social media pages. Um, yep. You know, you can find them in community groups on Facebook and whatnot. And, you know, check out the scenery. Check out pictures from the last events that they, that they held. Um, you know, there's usually some type of blurb about what was talked about. You know, do research about these events prior to going, you know, and, and the reason why I say look at that attendee list is because there's no reason to waste your time because if you're not there to do business, you're just wasting time. So you got to have somebody in mind, have a couple people in mind to say, okay, I see that these three people are going to be at this event. I want to make sure that I make contact with them. Right. Yeah. And absolutely. And, and one of the things that I would definitely suggest is once you figure out what kind of business they're in and how you can help them, come up with some type of story, some type of story to share in conversation with them. Because when you're talking to new people and especially other business owners, if you tell somebody, oh, I'm a notary public, I can serve, I, I, I'm also a notary signing agent, I can do deeds, I can do wills, I can do this, I can do that, and I'll be there on time, and I'm the best notary in the world, and, and I'm prompt, and I, 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 I've taken this training, and, and I've done all these things. Yeah. What makes 
somebody want to do business with somebody that's just giving them a list of items like you're reading off a resume to them tell them a story about how you can help them with a problem you know 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 a little bit about their industry and try to relate it to a problem that you've been able to solve as as a notary so when you have a conversation with with them you know hello mr so-and-so blah 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 what do you do oh do you really oh by the way I'm, I'm a notary public so one of these things you know i had this one signing this one day blah, blah, and just start talking to them in a language that they can understand and take them on a journey with that story of how you help solve a problem that they face on a regular basis they'll remember you because you're a oh, yeah, problem of solver of course but you yeah. can't do that yeah, can't go ahead, do that, man. you can't do that man oh am i speaking too much sense right now no, you can't do that because notaries ain't taking the orders. Oh man! <laughs> and I'm not talking about the ones who oh, are not getting bro. the opportunity. I'm Here talking about the ones who they're just go. sitting around, want to play on Clubhouse all day and every and Facebook and being all these little private groups. They and they got a notary commission, but they working they working toward trying to get a third and fourth stream of income, and they even work the first one. I mean, what you're saying is 100% accurate, but you can't tell a story if you haven't done anything to be involved in a story. You got to have a story. <laughs> you know, you got to have some type of activity going on in order to have a story to tell, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, the only story you can tell is how you was going to take an order, but because they said EDOCs, you got nervous and scared and said, I don't know what that means, and I'm not going to do it until I find out what EDOCs mean. <laughs> or oh, I saw an order that said TBD. Oh, my goodness. I flipped. You yeah. just don't know how scared that I got that day. And I, and I just shuddered in the corner and didn't do anything until I happened to come across a video that Grip put out talking about TBD stands for to be determined. Yeah. And by then, I done missed 15 orders. They think TBD is ID4. Y'all remember yeah, that when they did that um, Independence Day? <laughs> yeah. ID4. Yeah, but I mean, when I go to a networking event, I try to take time out and evaluate and look at the people. Mm-hmm. I try to find the big wigs. You know, you always got the blowhard, the one that wants to be the life of the show. And yeah. what I've learned is that a lot of them really are there to drink. And I'm not really trying to connect with somebody who lit. So if all they want to do is get drunk, you know, maybe I get the business card or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, introduce myself. But, you know, like you said, always tell them how you're solving problems. You know, you're taking care of things. You know, you're making sure that, you know, that you 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 meet the need of the person who wants you, who needs you. You know, um, and if you can, like Q said, if you can do some research on them a little bit ahead of time, Yep. figure out what it is that they do things of that nature one of the things that i do i always look for something to compliment on another man for is his clothing always now like one of my favorite pair of shoe types of shoes are wingtips right. right. so if i see you with some wingtips on I'm gonna say something and a lot of guys so you're gonna hmm? say something yeah i'm gonna say something yeah. if, I, if i see you with some wingtips because a lot of people don't like wearing wingtips they think they're old school but I will always give them a compliment. Hey, man, I like those wingtips. <clears throat> you know, um, I think I got some. Still. I can't remember. But if I had some wingtips, maybe I don't know if I still got them. I will wear them, you know, and then that's a connection, you know, a connection right there. Yeah. And then if it's a, a young lady, 
I'm going to always, you know, I'm compliment her, especially about the hair because my wife's in cosmetology. Mm -hmm. So I will do the read. I would do the indirect approach of <clears throat> talking about the fact, yeah, my wife's cosmetology business, this, that, and the other. And I, in the way I approach it is, yeah. Oh, your, your hair looks real nice. I see you got, your, you know, I know the different cuts. So I say, you got such and such type of cut, you know, and she's like, oh, you know, I said, yeah, my wife, she has a cosmetology school where she teaches that along with doing hair. And, um, you know, I'm her maintenance guy. So in between me doing my notary appointments, <clears throat> if she ever needs me to take care of maintenance for her or fix something or, you know, run, you know, to the store for her, I, you know, I do all of that. So right then I just introduced two different businesses to this person yeah. without begging for work or begging for, you know, a connection just mentioning it and talking to them in passing and then one of the things that i had to learn this is me as much as i like to run my mouth no, i had to really? learn <laughs> <laughs> i had to learn to pay attention to when they get that glazed overlook where they where information overload oh, yeah. and hit them oh yeah. yeah the blank stare that's the one yeah that blank stare and everything and then i switch it to you know how are you doing how's your kids this that and the other you know talk to them about their family you know how's your family doing your kids you know food. how's that work-life balance works good yeah, yeah food true. this that and the other you know um if you know something unique you know like me i like ghee butter so a lot of people don't understand what that is they heard of it <sighs> So I might mention that. Wait a that. second, listen, y'all. Old school. What, 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 what you don't, what right you don't know is the original um, most interesting man on earth <laughs> was Griff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely was Griff. Yeah, see, that's why I be spit staying up late night Griff looking at documentaries and stuff. The <laughs> yeah. He's the original. <laughs> mm, I'm you're a combination the of the Dosakis man and you're, you're, Captain you're Obvious. You're the indigenous Dosakis man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I just found, man, you, just interesting little facts. Interesting little facts. Oh, you but know? you're telling the and truth. Then, let's you just gotta, say, man, listen, when you're face to face yeah. and you're out there networking, you have to have something interesting, something that's going to stand out, be able to hold a conversation, period. You have to be yep. able to be involved in the conversation. Um, you have to be able to emote some type of reaction, some type of emotional reaction from that people from from the from your target in order to, mm -hmm. to become memorable to them. Somebody that they'd like to do business with because they generally like speaking with you they enjoyed that yeah. interaction you have to do that that's got to be at the top there's there's nothing wrong with doing research and homework on people prior to going out to see them yeah have some no, damn one of the things you I want like people to, to pay you money but you don't have enough respect to look up their freaking business yeah you get to know them. So now one of the things yeah now here's something that I, I tend to do while I'm talking to people I'm paying attention to what's going on around me because when you at those events and somebody's trying to get some food mm -hmm. and I'm talking, so let's just say me and Q talking, hey, doing da da da. And then I see a lady coming up trying to get something. You need me to help you with that? Because what's missing, especially from a male's perspective, is the chivalry. Mm -hmm. And if you ever want to get in good with a lot of these ladies, especially the one they, because some of them own them title companies, be chivalrous, man. Yeah. You go in there. 
and hold the door for them let them sit down set give them your seat things of that nature if you see them struggling and now this is the craziest thing people and it works this is how you get noticed ain't got nothing just if you're just trying to get noticed if you see the staff trying to do something put the table together or whatever because they got to put in the extra table help them out yeah I don't care what you dress like. I'm telling you, you if you go and help them out or you standing there and they trying to, I got the door for you. Let me hold a trash bag for you. Exactly. Whatever the case may be. Man, you know what? People are going to notice that because then as a man, that's going to separate you to those other ladies from, but they're going to be like, Fred been here all every single month. He ain't never helped. Yep. Now the, now the guys might get mad at no, you. That's all good, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That event that I yeah, spoke at um, back in February, I was the first one there naturally. That's that's where I get my comfort zone. I like mm-hmm. to be, you know, if I'm going to be speaking somewhere, I was the same way with training. I want to get there before everybody else so way I can get a, catch a vibe and get my comfort zone and watch people come in. Mm-hmm. I don't like walking into big big rooms. I like big rooms to walk into me. All right. Um, and when the host of the event got there, the, the room hadn't been properly prepared. So what did I do? I went into mode and they said, okay, we got to get these tables out of here. It was taking forever for the mm-hmm. staff to get that stuff that stuff done. So I started moving chairs, getting the tables out. We, me and uh, myself and another gentleman moved the tables ourselves. We start. I, I helped set up mm-hmm. the platter because she was running a little bit late because the room wasn't set up the right way. So yeah. carrying the sodas, making sure everything was set up perfectly for her. Guess what? It was all love. It was all love. And as the people were coming in, they saw me working. Here's your guest speaker that you just paid to see, and he's sitting here working. To make mm-hmm. sure your event is perfect. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and what I don't like about si- about a situation like that would be you have other grown men in the audience, you know, that's there. They they're acting like okay, because it's not my job to do so, I'm not going to participate and help out. But you, in your situation, you are the guest speaker, and you still take the you still take the time. And you helped out by getting things situated. Like I've been in places where, you know, I'm, you know, I'm helping out in, in a situation where I shouldn't have been. Then I have other grown men just there, just like they, they're just in the room. It's like you have no common sense, no type of home training to be like, okay, okay, this guy is setting up the table and stuff like that. Let me help him out. But they all just standing there, just looking at you. You, you know why? Because 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 they're alpha. <laughs> they're alpha males. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, no, yeah. You're yes, right. Sir. You're right. Yeah, I completely forgot yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah, people. Now, here's now. If you really, really wanna, you really wanna get in good with the people, sing when there's kids sing there. Griff. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll never find. Wow. <laughs> but if you really wanna get in good, and they got kids there. Help entertain the Absolutely. kids. You help entertain the kids, play with the kids, this, that, and the other. That's it, you know, and see, for me, that's my, it's like, okay, I'd rather sit there and chill with the kids, talk to them. Hey, what's going on, little man? Pull out a pen, <laughs> let them draw, whatever the case may be. And people appreciate that because it's like, you're, you're showing that you care about other yeah. people. And if they can yeah. see that you care, enough and you especially when you got somebody who's struggling and you help them especially any and i always look for 
the, the more senior people that I'm 55. So anybody 60, 70, 80 that might be there, <laughs> I look to help them out. Do you need anything? Wheelchair, whatever the case go may be. Go for the one as a person. Go for the one as a human. Like when, it, like regardless, mm-hmm. networking event or not, go for the win as a human. Be a human. Yeah, we're representing our business and all that other stuff. Go for the win, being a great, exceptional a human. human. If you win because that way, you yeah. can show them that you if care. You win that way, yeah. Your business is oh, solid, right? No. Because you <clears throat> because those actions are a reflection of your business. If you're willing to take this time out in the midst of all of this going on, you notice that this person needed a hand with something and you helped them out in the midst of all of this going on, how much more would you show that same care and concern for me when I'm doing business with you? Why do you think all these grocery stores and everything, would you like to donate a dollar to St. Jude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all, yeah. all these all these big time corporations are, are sponsoring all this philanthropy and donation. Donate to this and donate to that and donate... They're, they're doing it to appeal to people's humanity. Yeah. And then you take that same thing when you at a, at a signer's house. Yep. And like the day I went to a guy's house, it was a last minute sign that popped up. He was like, man, you mind if I eat my grilled cheese sandwich? I said, go for it. Go on, eat your grilled cheese sandwich, man. I didn't make him rush or anything. He sat there, ate his sandwich, and he was good to go. And we got to talking and had a nice little conversation. Come to find out he's into buying real estate. He bought, he sold a bunch of real estate, realized that it was going to take a big tax hit. Now he's back to buying it. So guess what? Guess who he wants to have for his closing now? Me. Because I went in there showing that I was more concerned about him rather than just get in and get out for the order. So when you had networking events, you know, just sometimes you got to sit back, let it come to you, especially being new there. They're going to always want to see what they can get out of you. What kind of connections you have. Do you know anybody, you know, that can buy a house or get insurance and all of that? Because at the end of the day, there's only but so much you can say about being a notary public. You have to bring more to the conversation, more to the table than just Mm -hmm. that. That that conversation is going to last 20 seconds. And, And one of the things I also do is I tell them, I say, hey, look. If you're in a notary situation with your staff and you got ever come across any questions that you're not sure about, or if another notary is struggling and having some issues, just tell them, give me a call. I'd be more than happy to help them research it out because I have a direct line with the NNA. And if they don't have a line with the NNA, I'd be more than happy to take your question, ask them and get a qu- and get an answer for you concerning your notary yep. need. Yeah. That right there, they'd be like, oh, wow. Oh, you'll do that? Yeah. I said, yeah, feel, feel free. Just let me know if you need help. I'll be more than happy to research it out for you. So that way the notarization gets done properly and everybody gets paid. And when you say that, I'm telling you, you tell them and everybody gets paid. They recognize, they connect with that because they're like, yeah, this thing don't get notarized properly. We don't yeah, get paid. You just became a problem solver for them. And that's that's what I was saying earlier. You have yeah. to highlight the problems that you can solve. Nobody cares about what training you took. Nobody cares about right. what 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 label or, or title that you I mean that's that that's great. Like, yeah, I need to know that you're a notary, I need to know that you're a real estate, but nobody cares. What problems can you solve for me? Yeah. But the only yeah. time they care is when you mess up. Then they're gonna question 
where did you get training from? Because you shouldn't have made this mistake. Right. Yeah. And they're going to be concerned. But prior to, I think they're willing to trust that, okay, you know what you're doing. So I'm going to give you a shot. You just can't be in there sounding desperate, you know, sounding like you're on a W-2 interview. And that's what I think a lot of notaries are doing. They're trying to take, go to networking events and present themselves like they're at a W-2 and trying to interview for a position. You already have the position. You have yep. the position of notary. Yep. You don't have to interview for it. It's a, it, well, it's it's a feel like it. that you can do the job correctly. Yeah. Right. And all but day. now you had a business to business transaction. This is what it is. It's not business to employee. You're going in there with an employee vibe mm-hmm. and businesses are like, I'm looking to work with somebody, not have somebody work for me. All right, like Mather, quick question yeah. for you. Um, where did you learn to be a realtor? Where did where were you trained? Well, well I'm not a realtor. Just wanna just just, just wanna put it out there. Um, as far as what I'm doing with 10 real estate, look, I books, books were my best friend. Okay. 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 You, Bad question. You got realtor friends? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. So your hypothetical realtor friend, Jermaine, don't ask. <laughs> real estate, realtor friend, Jermaine. Now this person actually exists. We've just changed their name. Where were they trained to be a realtor? As far as I don't know what they've been a realtor way before I even came across them. They've been a realtor for like over 10 plus years. So I'm sure they got it. You know, they attended um, training at some school here, but I, I don't know exactly where okay. they went and got their training. Training didn't matter. Okay. So real estate agent Charlene, I'm sure you got a female real estate agent that you know, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know where she was trained to be a real estate agent at? You know who she came up underneath? Uh, no, I do not. Does it matter? No, it doesn't. Oh, my God. Who uh, the hell uh, cares? It uh, doesn't matter where you get trained. As, I feel like the rock right as long now. As, you can get, as, as long as you can get the work done. Yeah, that's the main thing. Can you get the work done? That's it. The only time it matters is if you're, if you, as I've always said, after your training, you still don't feel confident, then there's a problem. Yeah. If you feel like I don't know, and that's the thing, when you're going into a networking event, people can pick up that you really don't have confidence in your own ability. And mm-hmm. once they figure that out, it could be, it can almost be over for you. And what'll make it over is that you don't even realize that they realize that you don't know what you're doing and have confidence in yourself. And then they'll be like, okay, we're just going to cancel that person. Yeah. Is so, it target? And, Mm-hmm. They probably got some little signal in there when they put their pinky finger up drinking. Okay, the person in front of me, when you see my pinky finger up, don't mess yep. with them. And you know they, <laughs> they, they, they click them, it like that. Them the time you best of day. believe if notaries on sale was at a gathering, we we putting together a little playbook <laughs> as we work the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Griff just tipped his glasses. That means Matthew, Matthew, you come in from the right. I'm gonna I'm start talking to this person that way. Like, Griff, you, 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 we could do the shift. <laughs> we do the cut and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Work this room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that's what it is. That's you know, you, you definitely have to, you definitely have to be aware of you know your surroundings 
you know, just like you mentioned earlier, as far as doing some research on the speakers, like I was able to um, do research on, you know, the speaker that was coming from out of state. So that was, that was my main reason why I was there. But pretty much every networking event that I've attended, whether it's in regards to real estate or a notary gathering, Actually, no, I haven't been to a notary gallery. It's all been real estate. <laughs> so I've always had the opportunity to do my research on, you know, who the speakers are going to be. And there has been some networking event where I end up leaving halfway because I was not interested or what was, you know, what I assume it was going to be as far as the strategies or what's going to be um, thought, thought on was not there. So I end up leaving early. Like it's do your research, be willing to, you know, be willing to be open. Like, like I said, don't go there acting like Debo. You're just there, you know, trying to rob folks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, riding around on a squeaky bus. So, I, so I yeah. got a question for you guys. <laughs> I think we might have talked about this in one of our first episodes, but uh, let's bring it back up. Okay, so we've talked about business to business networking. Mm-hmm. Now, what about notary to notary networking? Math, and I know you do. That's an interesting Matthew, one. I know you do some notary to notary networking. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, because I have a group of notaries here, you know, that I've networked with, that I've. Um, like for instance, last week I received a call from a attorney's office down in Florida. So they wanted some document notarized on a Friday, but I, the time they wanted the documents notarized up here, um, I was not available. So what I did, you know, I reached out to a notary that I know that has been, you know, doing a great work. She's been reaching out to me for the past few months. You know, if she has any questions and, and no, I've been able to guide her. So I reached out to her. I told her, hey, this company is looking forward to hire an OD for Friday. Can you do it? She did not hesitate. She picked it up, reached out to the um, reached out to the attorney's office, and she got it done for them. Earlier today, a guy called me. His mom is in the hospital, needs, needs a document notarized ASAP. Mm-hmm. I was not able to get there. I reached back out to her again. I'm like, hey, we got a guy here. You know, his mom's in the hospital. He needs something notarized as soon as possible. Can you get there? If I hesitation, she said yes. She went and got it. The guy texted me back. He was so grateful and he thanked me for doing that for him. And at the end of the day, I didn't even ask her for any. I didn't even ask her for half of her fees. You know, because when when she has something in my area, she reached out to me to see if I'm able to help. So that's how we've been able to network. All right, so, by helping one another so, out. So, so my question is... Mm. In networking with notaries, because there are um, a ton of notary networking events in a city in town near you, right? What do you feel that notaries should be looking for when networking with our own kind? Griff. Well, I would say whether or not they're competent. How do you know that, though? (laughs) 
you know that base you can figure that out based on the way they talk if they're just sitting there talking money 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 you know rushing through shortcuts mm-hmm. you know it's like okay okay wait a minute there's a if everything is about how in other words oh how long you take oh you okay you take that long that kind of okay no i don't want to deal with you because you you you're focused on making it seem like it's a competition it's a race and we're not even sitting there doing the same client at the same time but you want to make it seem like well because you do it in 30 minutes and i do it in 45 that you're much better than me Mm-mm, no so what i'm looking for is a notary who is trying to understand how to properly be a notary and you can tell that based off of their conversation if they're sitting here talking all about money all about what what events they're going to go to in the next event and the next event and it's like okay and they don't have stories like going back to the network it you know what um we talked about earlier if they don't have stories about how they ran into a problem and solved it and got over it and things of that nature they probably not a uh, um they're probably not somebody you want to be around too much because it's like all they have their story is how they got over how they got more money how they made that company pay them this money that they probably shouldn't have paid them then no that's not that's not the individual that i would want to even begin to send work to because mm-hmm. I will be concerned that you're just going to take advantage of the person and probably upsell them. So if I have an order and I say, yeah, it's going to be $45. So just, you know, get there and they'll pay you directly to 45. And then I do a follow-up and find out you charge them 110. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what did you charge them 110 for? Well, you know, I got my own administrative. I, you didn't tell me that before I, you sent it. I told you, to, you know, you said you'll take it. That's the kind of stuff that you have to be careful of, you know. Uh, but some of these people out here are just crooked. So what is so <clears throat> what is your goal going into a okay? Let's say Saturday, Saturday at mm-hmm. eleven thirty, we have committed. All three of us have committed to going to a notary networking event. What is the goal? For me, my goal is to find notaries, find an individual who really want to learn or get better or have a better understanding of how to be a notary that's not afraid to ask questions and not and and is willing to listen to the answer so that they can get better at doing the job so you're going to a notary networking event to find someone like a mentee yeah, somebody who just needs a little bit of encouragement because of the fact that I know that most of the people who are at those networking events have not gotten a particular question answered. So having the experience that I have now, if I was new in this, I wouldn't have come with this, this perspective. But since I've been in this five years, my attitude would be, OK, let me find a notary or notaries who have a question that's been burning in them that, you know, cause they've been blocked. They've been like, I can't do this cause I really need this question answered. So let me find a way to make it known that if you got a question, feel free or, to or ask. If you're not accepting prayers right now. <laughs> 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 you're not hearing them. 
in the middle of the night when they're talking to you. Nah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I would do because one of the things I've heard over and over again is that notice like, well, I got this question that I, I, if I just understood this, if I just understood that, and sometimes that this or that that they're trying to understand is something that they shouldn't even be worried about, but it bugs them and they're not going to be able to move forward until they know whether or not this is something that they should be focused on. Because like I said in a video I did earlier, people are being told you need to have all of these things in order just to get on a, on, on a platform or, or just to do this business. And a lot of the stuff they're being told to do they don't need right. they don't need to have that in their life so my goal when i go to networking events is just to be somebody who will listen to what they're saying and help them get the answer which hopefully will give them the confidence to say you know what now that i got that answer i can start taking orders because there's people who won't take an order because they're afraid they've been told some some crap and they need to and they and their gut is telling them this is crap <laughs> but that's what it is. I mean, you think you got me on that one. I did get you. I was... For, 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 for y'all that might have missed that episode, Griff talked about they, uh, in church. They used to ring the bell when he was talking. Yeah, they used to ring the bell on me in church. <laughs> Hey, he done 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 done. Done. <laughs> he done took him way back. You know, a little flashback. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, he got me treated. Hey, Griff, thought he was back there. Oh, man. Dude, Griff, Miss thought he was back there. She was like, whoa. Miss <laughs> <laughs> G was ready to go Philly on them folk. Oh, <laughs> man. That is hilarious. Yeah, but I think most people know that some of the stuff that they heard was crap. And they're looking for somebody to confirm whether or not this stuff that they heard over here was crap or not. And I end up being that guy. Well, Griff, being the elder in the room, normally you will be that guy. (laughs) 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 Bathroom, what is your goal going to a notary networking event? Oh, man. Look, my goal... I'm probably just gonna go out there just to, you know, try to analyze, you know, the competition, like see who's in my area, what they, what they offering, what are they doing, you know, as far as within their business. And sometimes you can learn a lot more about somebody's business based on the topic that they, that they bring up, you know, just like Griff was, just like Griff mentioned, as far as the timing that they complete the document, um, I just go out there just to see who, like, who's really out there in my area. Like, you know, what type of person they are, you know, how they carry themselves. Do they understand the state laws or are they one of those notaries that's just walking around here with no journals, not keeping any documents or, you know, not verifying IDs, you know, because I've heard it. Like, I've, you know, when we used to host you know, the weekly live on like the weekly webinars, no monthly webinars we did during the pandemic. You know, I was able to tell a lot about certain notaries, even when they reached out to me, asking me a question. You know, there's notaries here that's looking to undercut another notary. 
you know, thinking that's the proper way to go about business. And then recently one of them had messaged me. I'm like, that's not the right way to do things because what's going to happen is the next person going to come around and do the same thing to you. Then you won't be too happy about it. So I look to see who's honest, like who's actually doing this business with integrity and who understand the state laws and know what they can and cannot do as a notary. So that's what I will look for if I ever go to a notary meeting. And of course, to let them know about the Notaries Unsealed podcast. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> of course, I know for me, um, <clears throat> I like to be a fly on the wall. I'm, I'm an observer. Um, mm -hmm. you know, especially when it comes to dealing with local competition, I want to see how the people around me are handling themselves. I want to see the personalities yeah. because, you know, you've heard me say it plenty on here. I'm all about connecting with the community. So I need to see what type of personality is connecting with my community as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I like to hear over here conversations because a lot of people just like to yap and run their lips. <laughs> and they'll reveal a lot about themselves and their business yeah. um, without anybody asking them. So I like to sit back and just kind of observe. I'm, I'm a competitor. I'm not even going live. You know, what was our first episode? Everybody love everybody. I, 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 I'm straight competition. Mm -hmm. I love competition. So I'm looking for chinks in everybody's armor. That, that's just that's that that's just how I am. I strat I'm a strategy minded person. You know, I'd like to know what it is that I'm dealing with out here. What am I up against? And, you know, a lot of people say it doesn't matter. Oh, no, it does. Because those people are, are making money that could have been coming to you. So can't act like the competition doesn't matter. It does. Yeah, it does. And you, you know, right. I, I try to be uh, present in that. So that way I know how to kind of move uh, my business. Um, so that's what I'm looking at. Um, but here's my question to you. How do you guys feel about, because I know that both of you guys have found notaries that, you know, you'll pass off or they'll pass off stuff to you. How do you feel about notaries going out to exclusively make relationships like that? Ah, uh, man, I know what's being taught right now within the notary industry, you know, the cat down the road, you know, you have to charge the other notary every time that you recommend some type of service to them. You know, I feel like in a situation like this, I'm looking at it on, in a long-term relationship building because if I am able to, you know, grow my business, you know, being able to network with another notary that is doing the business the right way, and I feel like that, you know, that to me, you know, that that plays an important role on how I view that person and how, you know, I view, you know, our relationship. And not only that, you know, I feel like nowadays I'm not I'm really not trying to go there. I'm really not trying to go there. But nowadays it's tough, you know, it's tough to get someone that's trustworthy within the notary industry. But, you know. If I come across one or two that's actually doing the business, that's actually going out there notarizing document like Griffith be saying, then I, I'm going to do my best to, to stick around. You know, I'm not one of those, not one of those people that says they will support you, but when you, when you actually need the support, they back out of it. Yeah. 
I'm not very fond of the uh the 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 network to help. Like I'm I'm I don't know, it kind of rubs me the wrong way like hey, let's become friends so that way if I if you have business that you can't handle, you can pass it off to me and I'll pass off business that I can. I don't like that that business relationship. That model that model of friendship does not work for me. So what would you recommend? Um as far as what no, because you said that doesn't work for you. I just, I just, I just don't like, like that. that type of business relationship. Like, let's become friends so that way I can take care of your customers and you can take care of mine. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, but at just, the same no, time, I'm, nah. I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> How about we gain some type of knowledge of each other, have some conversation, become useful to. Let's find out if I actually like you as a person. Got you. Before I even yeah. think about sending you any type of money, because I'll reschedule with somebody in a heartbeat before I hand it off to somebody else. I got you. Nah, it makes sense. Sure, that, that's definitely a good way of looking at it. You're right. Well, it seems like, <laughs> and I don't know where this came from, but it seems like we're supposed to, um, like, in order to be a successful notary business, have a successful notary business, you have to bond and connect with other notaries but my wife for her business she doesn't have to bond and connect with other hairstylists or cosmetology schools um guys who run a uh, auto detailing business they don't nope. do that when i had a photography business if you don't do live that. in a heavily populated area chances are there might be one or two notaries within like a 20 mile distance from you like right you know and and I mean, it's like too many people are coming into this business with the thought process. Like I can't be successful unless I go to networking events, unless I do these things, unless I have a notary buddy and all of that. And I'm like, why do you need a notary buddy? What is the notary buddy is going to do for you? One of the things we know definitively as a fact that the average notary in a person's city will not help them because they look at it as competition. Ding, ding, ding. So this guy. Why, <laughs> so why am I going to help you unless I'm going to find a way to use you and manipulate you? So most notary buddy connections are people out of state. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, okay, you don't have, but when you're at your job, your mentor, your work person that you connect with is somebody that's within the company there locally unless now it's, there's a case you know like with booze allen but, but booze allen is so robotic they're teaching everybody the same thing everywhere no matter where they're at so unless you like a mcdonald's or chick-fil-a but for the most part you're with the person they're close to you notaries are struggling because who they need to be there for them in their own city, in their own state, those people are like, nah, you're on your own. But then everybody wants to act like we're all buddies and friends, but you're not really helping. And that's why I'm like, do you really need any of that in order to be successful at the core responsibilities of a notary? In my opinion, no. Yeah. I, I, you really don't need I, that. I, I, I'll tell you so this. Then what's the purpose of all of I'm, this? I, I'm, I'm not going to act like your buddy. And, and no, I don't need that. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. Like, and it's not that I'm against helping somebody, but that's I, I'm I'm not interested. <laughs> like, and and that might be wrong. I'm just I'm 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 not interested in that. If I were to find somebody that I could have a regular conversation with, and I appreciate the journey that they're on, and I appreciate them as a human, as an individual. Mm-hmm well then now we have something to talk about outside of this notary business and i don't feel like we're just having this business transaction of friendship so that way we can both benefit just like with matherin you know matherin i like the way that he carried himself and remember griff i said hey can can you get me in touch with him mm-hmm. you know just because i yeah. like the way that he carried himself and then through conversation you know, it became a general just admiration of, of friendship of, man, I admire what this man is doing right now. Like, I, I care about his journey. So any way that I can help, now now I'm open to helping. And and, and, and I'm, I'm not sure if it was like that for you, but that's how it was for me. Um, because I didn't have the intent when we initially started talking of how can I use Matherin? It was like, yo, that brother's cool um mm-hmm. how can i get in touch with him because he seems like he's on yeah. a similar journey as me ah, yeah ah, you're, you're absolutely right you know I, and i feel like it was probably the same you know the same way as well because you know i don't really i don't really spend time talking to other notaries or i don't really spend time talking to anyone like that you know the way yeah um, the way you and i and griff you know how we've you know built this relationship to where we at now so you know i did come to a realization at one point and i'm like you know what i think these two gentlemen here are a great great family man they have their own values they are respectful and i remember even talking to my wife about it and then i was like hey griffin q i think those two guys are solid you know i you know i greatly appreciate everything they are doing and even she was like, yeah, because you usually don't talk to people like that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so if you're talking to yeah. Q and Griff, so they must, you know, there must be something there that you feel like, you know, you guys need to build some type of relationship. And which we have, you know, over the past year. So it's something that, you know, I'm greatly appreciated for, you know, for everything that you both are doing at the same time. No, yeah. that, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's and, and like I said, the intention was never like, oh, let me get let me get in touch with Matthew so I can ask him for help. I didn't ask you for help. I, I, I didn't ask you for help with anything when it came to the notary business. We talked about the business for like five minutes and then we started talking about life. And that's where yeah, the appreciation came from. And that's what made me want to help. And, and that's what I'm kind of getting at this whole let's go network so that way we can find business friends to partner with. Like, I am not interested in that. If I can find a, a, a decent person to appreciate and, and, and want to invest myself into that's great but to say that my intention is to go out here and find three notaries that i can that i that, that i can buddy buddy up with i think that that's just a false pretense man it is and here's the other issue 99 percent of the notaries out here right now they never ran a business before yeah. or unless we'll take it down okay 99 probably never ran a business before and probably 85% of them are busy. Well, no, 15% of them are busy trying to have multiple streams of income. And they're so busy doing all of that. 
that there is no time to develop a connection with anybody else who's not doing that mm-hmm. also. You know what I'm saying? So that, you know, like I said, this isn't the notary business. This is just a byproduct of because we're in the notary business, we got together, we're doing a podcast, we're doing YouTube channels, all of that. What I keep trying to get people to understand is this. And I'm going to say it like this. Bill Soroka, Laura Brewer, Mark Wills, Kendra Lewis, I think her name, Kendra, um, Judy Lawrence. I would even put in uh, Carol Ray before she passed and probably a couple more. Vanessa, that's it. Yeah, Vanessa Terry. Those seven, those seven right there, they was doing what they're doing in this business before social media, before getting on social media. They got into business and said, I'm going to go out here and be a notary. And then they expanded into a lot of what they're doing now. And my point is, if they was able to accomplish success as a notary doing closings, they might have just got tired of it. They might not have liked the rip it and run it, but they did it to a certain degree. What makes you think that you can't do this business aside from being all into the social media part? And my thing is right now, social media is rap is is so has caught so many notaries up that they act like they can't do the business or they spend more time trying to be connected in the social media realm of sitting in every single get up and meeting and they don't ever do the business. Now, they say, well, man, that's disingenuous because you got a YouTube channel and people. But with my YouTube channel, I'm teaching and encouraging people. And if you really pay attention to my last maybe 10, 15 videos, I'm telling people get out there and do the business. A lot of the social media stuff is just okay, you know, this is just a session where we can complain or we can sit here and ask these arbitrary questions about, you know, what's holding you up. It's like, okay, we know what's holding most people up fear. How do you get over it? That's the thing. You know, now this is the preaching part of me. You know, the church side of me is like, okay, well, in church, one of the things is you identify the problem and here's the solution. Oh, I got sin in my life. Okay, well, what's the solution? Get right. And as most people say, you know, get right with God or stop sinning. How do you stop sinning? Well, you find out what the problem is, what the vice is, what's causing you to do that. And then you get away from that. You take that out of your life and then you move forward. Hold up, don't do that. So you take that same concept. What's holding me up from moving forward in the notary business? Well, I'm confused with all this stuff that I'm hearing. Okay, you're hearing five different voices. People are saying all these different things to you. Which one sounds most reasonable and sensible and fits your personality? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This right here. Boom. So this right here. Okay. And I tell people all the time, and I used to tell folk this in church. They're like, man, I'm, I mean, I want to get right with God, but this, this Bible and this, that, and the other. I said... Name three things that you know you need to, you know you can do. That's in the Bible. Three, just three things. And they'll say whatever those three things are. I say, now, for the next two weeks, every day, do those three things. But what about, don't worry about the rest. Get good at those three things for two weeks and then add another one. And do that for two weeks and then add another thing. I said, the problem is 
you're getting overwhelmed. And this is the reason why I constantly teach. Be good at being a notary, understanding your notary laws and how to notarize the signature and fill out the notarial certificates. Then you add in the rest of the stuff. The problem is everybody keeps getting inundated with notary documents. Be this smart with the documents, dot, dot, dot. And they don't focus on the core of what we're supposed to be doing. So they're struggling. And this is where we're at right now with this notary stuff. So you stuck on that and you don't have, and you, and you wind up realizing after about six months, you don't wasted your time and money. So what are you going to do? You can, you can change it. You got to be willing to step out and do this thing and stop being scared. I mean, this is a beautiful business. This is one of the easiest businesses I've ever been a part of. It really is. But people are out there making it tough. They're making it tough because they stop trying to be the smartest person in the room. Just be accurate with your responsibilities as Tell a notary. What, being a notary is a lot easier than being a graphic designer <laughs> and running a marketing company. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that right now. It's so easy being a notary public. They bring you the wording. If it doesn't match what you can stamp, then you provide a loosely certificate with the proper wording. Check their ID. Get paid. Send them yeah. on the way. It's not hard. Everything's laid out. There's nothing for you to All think you about. Just... There's literally nothing for you to think nothing. about. Nothing. It is so, so easy. But I think there's people that want to make it difficult because without difficulty, they don't know how to function. They only, it's just like people who like, well, I only like, I can study better when it's when it's last minute and I cram. No, you're not cram. You're not really learning the material. You're just memorizing it just enough to pass the test. But you know what? People need drama. We're at a hour and 15 here. Oh man. But I have a, I, but I, I guess if I talk with my eyes open, I wouldn't have done that. that yeah. Um, I have a, <laughs> I really want to ask this question, but we're getting long in the tooth on this episode. Gotcha. <sighs> Is there a part two? Yeah. Ask it and we'll roll on the next one. I think I want to ask it. Yeah. Go for it. It's going to get us in trouble. Wow. Wow. All right. Okay. Sorry, guys. <sighs> I pity myself that I gotta be with these fools. All right, here's the question. Do you feel that the notary influencers <clears throat> are bringing up conversations and talking points to make this business seem more complicated only for the purposes of getting people to buy their training and their Zoom sessions? And their mentorships and stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. I would say some are. Not everybody. I would say some are doing it. But I think others, from my, from my understanding, from what I feel and I sense, I think that there are a few out there that they look at this as you are an adult. And here's what the notary business is. You have this part and you have that part. And they've opted to stand on this side mm -hmm. of it. 
they're not denying that this other part this other information needs to be known but i believe they feel that well you can go learn it just go over there and learn it but in the interim all i'm gonna do is teach this what i believe can happen or is happening is that so much emphasis is being put on what this person wants to teach and what they feel passionate about that the other part that really needs and it's the, the, the notary education part of understanding how to notarize you know fill out those notarial certificates and handle that aspect that gets lost so what gets marketed people are marketing their strengths and what they feel comfortable teaching and it's weird to me because just some of those same folk will say, I can't teach notarizations or anything about that because each state is different. Well, what you don't understand maybe is that each state is different for as consumer laws and, what, and how you can market. Mm -hmm. The way you market, the way some people are teaching to market does not work in every state, but they still teach what they consider their baseline way of marketing. And when I when I heard that, I was like, OK, well, if you can teach a baseline way of marketing, what you say is works in every single state and everywhere, then that means there has to be a baseline of notarizations. What is the baseline? Everybody got to have a venue. Everybody got to sign it. Everybody got to stamp it, except for like two or three states. But they even asked them to stamp it for us mortgages and stuff. There's a notarial statement. There's a date. There's right. So there's certain things that is the same across the board for every single notarization. Either the, the verbiage works with your state laws or it so doesn't. Quick. If it doesn't, go for it. <laughs> Sorry, man. You, I, 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 I saw you, you was in your zone. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry. 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 Let's no, we would have <laughs> um so one of the, the the courses out there that give me a pause and i don't understand why it exists and i don't understand why people feel like they need it is um estate planning documents okay i haven't even looked into that i've done one before which was actually i mean it was what a living trust and some other mm -hmm. stuff and all I did was just sat there and notarize. So I don't. Right. I mean, personally, I don't understand what needs to be done unless there's some state requirement that allows a notary to say more than what they, you know, say a lot more. But well, that that presents that presents the problem because the courses that are being offered aren't state specific. They're just general um, estate planning document training courses. I don't understand what no, it's the, it's, you need to be trained on. Yeah, it's the same thing. If you learn how to properly notarize, that's all it is. Like I've done plenty of those here. I've done it's, plenty of them here as well. It's it, just it's the same thing. Like nothing, nothing too crazy about it. You know how to notarize? You can do them. There's no need for you to pay for a training. Yeah. If you need two witness, if you need two witnesses, it can be family. You can try to stay away from family, but it could be family as long as that they, mm -hmm. they don't benefit from the will. Yeah, that's it. There's not yeah. much there for you to know. 
That's that's one of those things that I don't understand. And I think that conversations are being created around it and calling it specialty notary work to make it seem like it's bigger than what it actually is. I'm not taking shots. I'm not yeah. taking shots at anybody. I'm just asking for a clarification on why this has become such an issue in the notary world that people need to pay for training for it. Yeah, see, that's that's how my mind works. When people tell me I need to have this, I need to take this, I need to be trained in this, then the question is, okay, why and what is it that you're going to teach me that I couldn't learn on my own? And what I'm concluding, and even when I, the training that I was doing, it really, as I've always said, if you listen to my videos, especially the notary basic playlist, if you listen to the first six videos in there, you, you'll know what you need to do as a notary because I cover it. And there's nothing that I would say that I'm going to, that I would say face to face that I hadn't said in those videos. So there's nothing extra. So I'm like, what I'm learning is that the training is really just to satisfy somebody in, in a lot of cases, their personal preference of I want to be trained one-on-one -on -one or in a classroom setting. And I've heard a lot of people tell me this, but well, I can't learn unless I'm actually trained in like a classroom setting. So you mean to tell me you can't just look at a video that's pointing out stuff and y'all know I'm very detailed in my stuff and I'm pointing out and showing examples and this and that and here and here. What didn't you understand? And that's the question that upsets a lot of people when they contact me and say, what didn't you understand in what I said? Well, I, I, I did understand it. So then where's the failure point in you executing it? But I just want to make sure. And I'm like, then you weren't, then if, then that means you didn't understand something. So what was it that you didn't understand? No, I understood. I just want to make sure. What is it that you want to make sure? You see what I'm saying? And, and this is this round and round and round. Uh, I heard what you said. I understand what you said. But I want to make sure. So in other words, you want that you want the execution of the knowledge that you gain to be based not on your conclusion of hearing it and receiving it, but me telling you one more time, go do this. So in other words, I heard what you said, but I still need you to tell me to go do it so that if it fails, I can tell, say, you know what? You told me to do this and it didn't work. So it's your daggone fault. That's how I take that. And I'm like, if you understood what was being said, then what is the problem? And especially when you tell me you can't articulate what you didn't understand, then what, what is it there for you to be unsure about if you actually did understand it? And I know it's around, like, man, you sounded like you're talking in circles, but this is what I have dealt with is people telling me, I didn't, I, I got it and I know what you're saying. And then they can articulate to me exactly what to do but they need somebody to still tell them, okay, now go yeah, do it. Griff, I hear what you're saying. I'm still trying to figure out why people are segmenting the, the, everything that a notary can do, giving it a new name and saying that you need training on it. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I know, I know Griff, listen, we're unsealed, but you're, ta you're, you're, you're dancing around the question. Right. I know, and I know why you are, because I know who the, I know where it sounds like that question is being pointed at. It's not being pointed in that direction. It's just a general question. I just. Well, no, it is. It's, it's, you're right. It is, it is a question. It's like, okay, why is it? Because it's like, why? Where, where's the, where's the proof that it's supposed to be broken down this way? 
Right. And, that's that's and the how question. is that different Where's than the this? proof that it's supposed to be broken down this way? Okay, look, put it this way. We call the we call man's best friend dog. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's what we call well, it. Well some men. Yeah, but do we but does but does a dog call itself a dog? That's what we call right. it. We call its mortal enemy cat. But does the cat call itself cat? And you say, wait, 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 wait. No, because we get we give names to stuff, and the thing that we give it a name to is like, that ain't what I call myself. That's what you call me. You calling me a mountain. I call myself a flat piece of land. Vice versa, you know, north is south and south is north. I mean, we call things stuff, but does the thing that we're calling call itself that? Oh yeah, you're a blue jay. Why are you calling oh, me man. a blue jay? There's Let's no jays on me. Oh, you're a man. No, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're calling ourselves things. <laughs> we're defining <laughs> we're defining job things that wow what's the justification in in breaking it and i'm and it's not that it can't be broken down i guess for me i just want to know why was it is it a thing of well we did it this way started calling it this way to make it simpler and more comprehensive almost like in you know in school and it with kids you know well we're calling it this okay but you know you're calling it you know what was that that, that certain that special math it's like okay it's just arithmetic well we don't want to say arithmetic because you know that sounds too complicated for them we're going to call it this it's like but it's still math so we're doing it to make it easier for people to digest and i'm like okay then if as some notaries are saying now maybe some people don't need to be in this business if they're having a hard time digesting what this business or is or are they just hyper focusing on different document sets to get paid yeah i think that's what it is you know because because that's what you know they are being taught certain documents you can make you know three four five hundred dollars of that one and document it goes, that's it matthew i'm sorry yeah i yeah. know uh, it's fine that's exactly what it is and i'm really getting sick and tired of of you know seeing it and people that gets taken most advantage of are the new notaries and those that has those that have been in the industry that's already um that they caught on to the scam they're just running their own stuff and it goes back to what griff always says Mm -hmm. how does this training differentiate from being a notary public in the role of a notary public why are you paying 54.99 I don't know if that coincides with anybody's actual training for this. I just threw it out there. Why are you paying $54.99 to learn specialty notary documents, estate planning? How does that differentiate from what your laws tell you that you need to do as a notary in performing that job? Why are you paying $54.99 for this? And why are we allowing people to sell this to us? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Here's something, and I've never even, I don't even think I've ever talked about this publicly, but for about the last almost year now, people have asked me these these questions, to be honest with you, Q. Like, when they go and they do their own research and start realizing what it is to be a notary and what it, 
they're like, there's no difference, is there? And I'm like, no, it's not. There's really no difference. It's your commissioned notary. Your state looks at your role as this. They're like, so why are we being told? And I said, I don't know. I said, that's the question. We're being told that we have to learn things in this manner and that manner. And it's this, seg this um, segregated and that segregated. But it's really all one thing. Being a notary. Notarizing the signature on a document and none of our handbooks like the code of in the code of Virginia, none of that tells us when it's in a state planning right. that we as the notary do it different as as opposed to is a loan document with the same exact notarial certificate. Right. The same jurate, the same corporate. It's the same one. There's no notarial certificates that are specifically, to my knowledge, at least for Virginia, here's your estate planning ones, here's your real estate ones, here's oh, your will, power it's the, same it's the same, the same notarial certificate. So I'm so when I started looking, I'm like, okay, so if it's the same notarial certificate, where's the difference that this title type of document is needs to be dealt with differently than anything else and the only thing that i can conclude is if the originator of the document wants more responsibility of executing the documents to be put on the notary for as explaining the documents showing certain things which means then i need to be properly trained and then who's training and then even if you're training me is it legal in my in accordance with my state and if it is like down there in Louisiana, they provide you with the necessary training. So when I look at Virginia, I'm like, Virginia's not providing us with any of that training. So why am I why am I putting myself in a position to do this? So I mean, people have been asking me this question, like, do I really need to have all of this in order to be good? Because here's the thing: there's a lot of people taking training but they're still scared to execute. And that's why I just been harping on that for the last month or so. Get out there and just do it. You took the training, now go do it. So you can see whether or not what you got trained in was any good. It may have been, it may not have been, but you'll never know if you don't go out there and do it. Yeah, you can't train drive determination. You cannot, can't tra train that, you can't, train somebody to want to be successful you can't train that they gotta it's, it's instinctual it's habitual it's inside right, that, mm -hmm, that's what samantha smith said when she was on yeah well guys yeah i'd love to continue this conversation but uh Matherin's falling asleep um and we just uh crossed an hour and a half so i think we should uh save some for the next time <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's not like a bathroom. You, uh, <laughs> you got any last words, man? Oh man. Actually Actually no. You know, no, I don't have any last you words this week. You anymore. know, shoot, I'm mm -hmm. half asleep. You know, he needs you know some we good. Milk. We good. We good. We <laughs> appreciate you guys for sharing the podcast, so Yeah, we do. <laughs> Griff. Any last yeah. words? And I will only thing is to look. <laughs> was the last person to ask that. <laughs> well, it's only three of us, man. Oh, <laughs> well, look, man. here's the deal. Look, 
if you got concerns about anything that was said come talk to yeah. us come talk to me okay don't go running off assuming that you know who or what we're talking about because there is so much what people don't realize there is so much training mm -hmm. that is being pushed out here if it's so much apostille training that has been stolen and being repurposed i mean it's just so much there's so much underground training that is not being put out there on youtube or instagram but is being circulated that fits in the category of what we're talking about here yeah. and 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 who you think we might be talking about that's not who we're talking about there are some other people out here who are teaching stuff because i come across them because they come to me after they done got their head scrambled they go to queue after they done got their head scrambled on the marketing they come to me for the the notary stuff and it's like we're trying to clean this stuff up because people are being lied to people are being deceived and told some things so before you go running off and trying to clip this and this that mm -hmm. and the other just make sure you got your facts and straight. you need to understand the intent of these conversations yes yeah, some of these things that we've said may upset people it may sound like we're talking about a couple of the intent of the conversation is to get you guys to think about what we're saying because yes like griff said a lot of this needs to be cleaned up and it can't start being cleaned up until we acknowledge that it exists and people always tell us if in other areas it starts with a conversation so we're having a conversation and y'all don't realize and i wish people would be more bold to come out and say what has hurt them in this business but they don't they talk to me in private in confidence they talk to q in confidence and Matherin, but they won't come out and say and you don't even have to say the name of the per just the fact that it hurt the hate i got screwed over like this and yep. because that's not being done publicly by the people who have been hurt when folk like me q and Matherin talk about it, it's like yeah, y'all think that we're great we're story weird. writers. We're not. We we have these yeah. conversations. And we just share it with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they won't, you know. And we protect. We don't say the name to protect the innocent, you know. But I wish people would be honest and bold enough to say, "Hey, this is what happened to me. This this it. I mean, that's the first part. This of is what Notaries Anonymous Sometimes is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just make the call. Just make the so call. Notaries Anonymous hotline. It's like. You know, a mixture of, of Dr. Phil and Jerry Springer. <laughs> or or Maury. And, and Ricky, Ricky Lake. Lake. Yeah, all of them. Ricky Lake. Oh, my God. That's way better. Yeah. yeah, we don't do Oprah because nobody cries. Because I don't like all the Oprah's episodes. Somebody got to cry. And you know, we ain't giving out cry. gifts like that. I know you get a book and you get a... I mean, we'll give us out something. Oh! Ooh, I can't wait to tell you all about... Yeah, we got some stuff coming up to, to share with you guys soon. Hey, man, listen... We're pushing an hour and 40 minutes. Love your life. <laughs> Love your business. Love yourself. We're out of here, y'all. Peace. Hey. Uh, this might be life. We know the reason sealed. Here we go.
Diego. Took the game over, we home now, we soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast, you can't hold us. Y'all heard the word, y'all heard the word. Griff, Matherin, and Q, yeah, we on a verse. So diverse, with no rehearse, that's how we work. Authentic when we give it, if we said it, then we meant it. Not to be confused with other people's views. They get it how they get it, and we get it how we do. Look, homie, this is a whole different game. We got a whole different name, we in a whole different lane. Yeah. We know the reef's unsealed. This my everyday life. We know the reef's unsealed. Every day I hustle out here living it right. We know the reef's unsealed. Put the stamp down and step in front of the mic. Took the game over, we home now. We soldiers. Riff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast, you can't hold us. We know the reef's unsealed. Life.